Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining us live here today. Uh, I'm Kathy. And I'm John. <laughs> I missed that cue. <laughs> Let's try this again, okay? <laughs> Hello, welcome to episode number 97. I'm Kathy. And I'm John. I love it. I love when you're on cue. I'm excited for today's episode as well. I love it when I can bring in John to join me because he brings such a good perspective and different way of thinking. And today we're actually bringing in one of our listeners. I appreciate Pastor Twos up in Watoma, Wisconsin. Fantastic, man. We love you. Uh, we saw him last weekend and he came over to talk to us and came fully loaded with two questions for us. So the first question we're going to talk about here today in this episode, and the second question will be in an upcoming episode. All right, so the first question that he asked us, do you remember? Yes. What, what, was... what, is, what are the three things that people come to us for? Yeah, the top three topics that people come to us for. So that's, that's what we're going to dive into today. It was kind of easy to start a conversation with Pastor Twos when he first asked it, but then we needed to take some time and we needed to really evaluate truly um, what what are the top requests. Okay, so so what's, what's, what's it for you? If we could start off with the first request, what's one of the top things that people come to you for? So, and, and, and just now my mind is really racing because there's so many things, but I, I think the number one observation that I I make with my audience, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or in group settings, is that people don't know what they don't know. When I use the word ignorant, it, it's not a negative. It's not a knock on them. It's just they don't know um, what their future is. They don't know what they want to be when they get older. When they grow up. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know what the next step is. And... Um, how do you know that that's their struggle? Do they come to you with a question or a certain comment? Well, you know, when we when we do training sessions, we ask a lot of questions, right? That's the way in my in our mind. That's how we conduct it. Is we ask a lot of questions, then we cover information, and then we'll always ask like a cleansing question, like, "Are have you heard of this before?" Mm -hmm. Or you know. Our action items, we always want to end our training with an action item. Okay, what are you going to do with this information? And it's crazy how, like, um, if we're talking about SMART goals or, you know, what does success look like at the end of this year? Do you have a growth plan? And it's crazy how no one has a growth plan. Or they didn't even think about a growth plan. <laughs> okay, hold on. I kind of laugh listening to you because uh, you and I didn't have a growth plan up until five, six years ago. Right. And we are so embedded in this stuff like SMART goals or smarter goals or now there's fast goals or we're so embedded in this and we teach it and learn it all the time that it seems like, wow, to us. Other people don't do this or other people don't know about this. Well, of course they don't. That's why they need us, right? <laughs> and, and, and so as I approach the camera and look you in the virtual eye, it is imperative that we have that because I have seen where we were and where we are currently. And I attribute so much of that to having yes. a growth plan. Mm -hmm. Because think about playing darts on against the wall without a dartboard how do you know 
you hit a bullseye. How do you know the point value of anything if you don't have something that you're aiming at? And that's what a growth plan does. And so when I'm talking to my audience and they don't have that, it, I, I get a mental image of wandering aimlessly out in the woods or something like that. You don't know where you're going. And that's got to be frustrating. I know it was frustrating for me. But once I was able to recalibrate my thoughts and focus and realize that, you know what, and I wear this term out, what does success look like? I'm always asking myself that. And I'm not saying this to impress you or or make me seem like I got it all together because I don't, but it at least helps me create a destination for the journey we call life and trying to be the best version of ourselves. And look, at as I'm talking, I'm getting even more passionate about it because truly- <laughs> Because you believe in it. This is how much you feel everybody it, needs it. It's, it's absolutely important for us because without it, we're just- wandering aimlessly. So that's the, that's the number one thing um, that I, that I have people that I talk with people on. Now they don't come to me necessarily with that because they don't know. But when we have that conversation, they're just like, okay, what's the next step? Right. It's so fulfilling in a way because you're helping people accomplish, you know, what, what their goals are, or what's most important. So, so that's, First thing that comes to mind on that question. Antoinette just commented. She's so sweet. You both are great at asking wonderful questions. It's our secret sauce. You know, we've, we've learned, Antoinette, actually from you, a lot of this, but the value of asking the, the questions and just not only asking questions, but having silence, because many times we hear these kinds of questions, but we never take time out in our own day to answer them ourselves. There's so much power, so much power to answer them, and that'll help create that growth plan, right? I have to laugh at Antoinette asking or, or saying that because um, for, for the listeners out there, uh, Antoinette and, and John Griffin, they're dear, sweet friends of ours, and we get an opportunity to have dinner with them a couple times a year. So when you have like-minded people sitting around a dinner table together, it's intense. It's very <laughs> intense. It, it like wears you out in a good way because... There's so many questions that are being thrown out. They're exactly the same way, is that they're always asking some great, great questions. And, and you got to come prepared. You mentioned uh, Pastor Two's come fully loaded. That's the way we have dinner with the Griffins is you better come fully loaded because you're going to be asked a lot of questions. It's fantastic. You know, while you were talking about that first thing that, that we are asked the most often, you know, how do I grow? Where do I go from here? You were just asked that like last week in a class, weren't you? Yeah, it was. I remember being 27 years old and so frustrated because I felt like I had so much more to give in life and my talents and my passion were not being used. I remember pounding my fists on my steering wheel one day when I was driving because I was so frustrated and didn't know where to go with it. Mm. And that goes right in line with exactly where people still are today. We need guidance. We need direction. We need templates. We need ideas so that we can continue to challenge ourselves. Even though school's done, college is done, my degree is had, we're not. The learning is just beginning when you get the degree. <laughs> so one thing I did not anticipate during this this time on, on camera is the influx of emotions that I'm feeling during this time because... Really? Yeah, yeah. Because, all right, so I was passionate about what I was talking about, but just what you were saying, now my heart hurts for people who don't know what to do or where to go from here. I remember being that person. 
and and how frustrating it is and you just like you're beating your head against the wall you're spinning in sand whatever adage you want to use right <clears throat> but i i that is what our passion is we are here and not just kathy and i you know we mentioned antoinette and john they do the same thing find a coach whoever that may be help or or at least reach out to someone that can look at something from a different perspective to literally pull the veil back so that you're able to see or be challenged i mean it yeah. is a it is a life changing relationship when you can find someone who you can coach or can coach you i should say so and you have to challenge yourself always for the rest of your life i know you'll listen to this and it'll be a podcast or a facebook live or whatever and and you'll go scroll on but I'm telling you, if you want increased results, and this isn't a, a, a commercial, it doesn't matter if it's us. Right. Find someone. They'll get you there. They'll get you there. Okay, so back to the original question. <laughs> what are the top I'm three sorry things? for the tangent that I went on. I just believe in this stuff so much. Okay, top three things that we are approached with. Top three requests that people come to us for. Yeah, so, so what's yours? Okay, number two. The imposter syndrome. And people don't come to me saying, I've got the imposter syndrome. Help me. That's not what, what happens. They come to me saying things like, I've been asked to take on this project. I'm not qualified. Mm. I'm not qualified. Who am I to be doing this? I mean, I've had executives, uh, executive directors, as well as plant managers, as well as top leaders in the community come to me and say, who am I to be doing this? Police officers have come to me saying, who am I to shoot at somebody or to, to, to guard or secure this, this, this location? Or That's the imposter syndrome. It's, um, it's amazing. Okay, transparency time. I, I taught a class yesterday and I'm teaching a class today. And, and I know all this stuff. I've learned this. I've created the, the, the presentation. But when I get in front of people... I still have imposter syndrome. I think wow. to myself, seriously, what what do I have to bring to the table to help these people out? I still struggle with imposter syndrome. Yes. So I don't think it's a finish line that we cross over. No. Um, it's just something we're going to have to deal with. And, and so how do you approach someone like that? <laughs> well, it kind of goes back to our thoughts. No, it does go back to our thoughts. So true. It all lines up with how we're thinking about a neutral circumstance. You know, it, so obviously there's some talent and strength within you that you've been asked. Somebody else sees more in you than you see in yourself. That is all part of that thought cycle in our head that we have to work through. We have to understand biologically how it's happening and we have to embrace it. And maybe sometimes we have to work off of somebody else's belief in us until ours catches up. So you've got to have someone in your corner to hold your image. You, oh, yeah. Hold your image. I mean, that's a whole nother. What in the world does that mean? <laughs> well, okay. So, you know, there's times where we have self-doubt. I, I mean, I, I have a, a lot more than I care to even admit to you guys. But nobody's excluded from that. Well, okay, hold on. There is an opposite of self, of imposter syndrome. <laughs> um, maybe it's called narcissism or something. <laughs> you know, but, but everybody has this at some point. Thank so you. nobody's exempt. And really, that's okay that you have it. It keeps you humble and on track, right? I want you to to think about, okay, how do you navigate 
through imposter syndrome when it affects you. For me, um, what helps me is I find the value in what I'm doing for my audience. Like mm -hmm. in, in this training that I have coming up, I know that they will benefit from something that I'm going to say. It's much like I use this, I use this, um, this, this metaphor earlier this week. It's much like if the Beatles sat around with their instruments and thought, you know what? I don't think we should play music anymore. I don't, we're not the best musicians. Wow. And so let's just, let's, let's dissolve this group and, and just not play any music. Think about the world and, and what, what experience would have been taken away from them? What joy, what, and, and you can use any band that you like, right? By them playing music, they have benefited the world, okay? But if they chose not to, man, what an injustice that would have been. That's wow. the way you have to approach what value you're doing. You know, that police officer is offering himself in the line of fire in some cases to protect the innocent. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and while we don't always get it right, at least we find value and you know what, you can benefit from this. So that helps me on my platform that says, you know what, I may not have this all figured out, but I got something that might help you. So I've got to share that. That's been that's been given to me to give to others and that I'm able to work that's around right. that imposter syndrome until the next time it's going to come up. And I'm okay with that. So how do you do this? Well, when I when I hear you give the Beatles music group as an example, I can't imagine them sitting around with something they're they're passionate about that they have fun with, their instruments and music, and comparing themselves. I feel like they just get together and they're like, let's have fun, let's jam out, and I don't know if it goes somewhere great. If not, let's just continue having fun with this. So. Many times with imposter syndrome, I have to talk to myself and, yes. and realize, are, am I comparing myself? You know, there's other people out there with more credentials and better degrees and better at this. Oh, stop. Why do I compare myself to justify if I should do it? That's just ludicrous. That's craziness. Somebody believes in me. I remember, I remember one time I was being given an opportunity to speak with a group that I highly respect and honor. And after I uh, finished and hung up the phone, I kind of hyperventilated a little bit and thought, oh, dear God, who am I? And my daughter happened to call me at the same time. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, listen to this. But who am I? Who am I to talk to this group? I'm not, I don't have that degree. I don't have that profession. I'm, and she's like, Mom, stop it. Why wouldn't you talk to them? Are you done? I mean, she she turned my medicine back on me. <laughs> Things I do to her, she turned right back on me and, and helped calm me. I mean, seriously, there's a lot of emotions that happen with the imposter syndrome. It's taking that deep breath, stop comparing, and press forward. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is when I get passionate and excited because of the growth that's coming ahead. And so comparison, listen, Comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. So stop comparing yourselves to others. Maybe you're not as articulate as whatever. It doesn't matter. You were put on this earth to be the greatest version of yourself. Of you. Not that degree. Yes. You. Yes. That's it doesn't huge. matter. And, and you were positioned in your area for a particular reason. You are the voice that people need to hear.
Now, as I'm talking to you, these are words that I have to remind myself when I go through imposter syndrome. But you are positioned where you are to be a voice for your audience. So be the best version of yourself. Don't worry about being someone else. So stop comparing yourself. And, 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 and that, that's echoing in my head. I got to stop comparing myself. So go forward and be the best version of yourself, right? Yeah. Okay, so that was the one. That, that was, was two. One. That was number two. All right, what's the third one? The third thing that, that people come to us for are related to, to others. <laughs> and it sounds something like this. I got a new boss, and he drives me crazy. How in the world am I going to work with him? Or I got people on my team, and I can't. they frustrate me. How... Oh, how do I work with them? How do I let them go? How do I get new people? How do, but it always is something related to working with others. That is a common request when, when people come to us. And really, I mean, that's behavioral intelligence. That's understanding people and catering to who they are, not wanting them to cater who you are. Ouch. That's hard to take. So there's a, a, a long certification that you can get and it's called neural linguistic programming nlp nlp i hear that a lot and um and and i'm blessed to having i i, I go through that i love it and i use it on a day, daily basis really all of that means to validate your audience Oof. just validate affirm and acknowledge what they're saying mm -hmm. because to them it's truth it may be outlandish and, and absolutely crazy to you, but that's the first thing that I go to. And, and I have to remind myself is how do I do with this? And how do I work with that person and whatever? Understand before understood. Do how your easy best. is that? It, it's not. It's not. It's mm. not easy. But getting along with people isn't easy either. So by going into it, realizing that this might be some work, all right, I'm starting to calibrate my brain a little bit better. And, and so these are the things that, that I usually talk about because I get that a lot too, is, is what's the dynamic? How do we create a good team, a high-performing team, um, a synergy at work? Well, how much are you going to their quadrant? Yeah, and really that's what it comes down to is we have to get out of ourselves and we have to focus in on who we're dealing with or who we're interacting with. That's a big one. So, so here we share the top three requests that we get. And really what we just talked about is thought, thought cycle, and thought intelligence. We talked about emotional intelligence. We talked about behavioral intelligence and accountability. So is there something out there that we can put under an umbrella that we can address that with? Well, I think it's called the You Have Superpowers Online Program. Because <laughs> what we just listed are four out of the five superpowers. But if you have been tuning in, there's only three superpowers in the online program. Well, spoiler alert, there's two more coming in the next few months. And one of them is going to be accountability. The power behind these superpowers. We all have it within us, but we don't use them like we should. Actually, we don't even understand what it is and we don't understand how we could use it. That goes back to point number one that we talked about earlier in this session. <laughs> and, and so for the audience, I'd be very interested if you could reach out to us and let us know because our tribe, we have a lot of like-minded people out there who are trainers and speakers and coaches.
what do you find your audience coming to you mostly on? I mean, this is a, a question that was posed to us that I'd like to extend to you. Share with us what are some of the things that the people are coming with to you to help them with. Yeah, so hopefully we, we gave you some insight here on, on, first of all, if you've had any of these requests or topics, you're normal. <laughs> That's a good start, right? But but hopefully we've given you some insight on, on where you can go next to, to just kind of conquer the issue and drive forward your growth. Thank you for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you for helping us think differently. We hope we did the same for you. We'll see you next time. I hope this topic has challenged you in thinking differently as you strive to grow from success to world-class. Please follow this podcast, visit our websites, and follow Unity Consulting and Chef Kathy on Facebook. That's chef, like a cook, C-H-E-F. Be sure to share this with your friends. I look forward to connecting with you next time to challenge your habits so that you are more efficient and fully empowered.